I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. And the ransom demand list grows larger by the minute. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. In just moments, we will get back to hearing from you. Our lines are open. We've got a couple up there, but want to get as many as we can in on if the Jets just at some point here need to move on. But really as it continues to hint more and more toward an Aaron Rodgers to the Jets type situation, what does success with Aaron Rodgers actually look like? Canty, here's my problem. Mm. This can't be success is the Jets getting back to the playoffs. Okay. That's a level of success. It's not an acceptable level of success. Even for a franchise that has the longest playoff drought in the league. Yeah, absolutely. And the reason is this. You don't know how long this dude's playing. You're going to be right back here next year. Let's call it what it is. There's no reason to think otherwise because he has done this for the last two seasons. And he has put his team in this position. And he's going to continue to do it because he enjoys the attention and because he wants to drag it out as long as possible and get everything he wants out of the situation. He got what he wanted out of the Packers. They begged and begged and begged him. And now he is getting what he wants out of the Jets, seemingly. And right next year, they could be right back here begging and begging and begging. So when we're going year to year, Canty, just making the playoffs in progress, it's not good enough. I'm not going to tell you the Jets have to go win a Super Bowl next year. But I am going to tell you the Jets have to play for an AFC championship next year to deem this a success when I have no idea what's going through this dude's head. Yeah, I I mean, that's the thing that that you think about with the Jets taking this big swing. Think about the draft capital that it's going to take to get him from the Packers. You're likely talking about a couple of premium picks. Think about the cash flow that you're going to have to dole out and what that does, not only with your salary cap this year, but in 2024, like you're you're investing a lot of resources into acquiring Aaron Rodgers. As Dan Graziano, who was on with us in the 3 o'clock hour, said, this is a go-forward move. You're trying to compete and win a championship now. So, yeah, I think anything short of the championship rounds has to be deemed a failure. Now, in talking to a lot of Jets friends, and I got a lot of friends that are Jets fans, including my guy Mike Lynn, who's out in Ridgewood, New Jersey, one of the things that he said to me is like, listen, I will settle – for a home playoff game, not even winning the game, but they'll settle for that. Oh, come on. Because 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 it's such an improvement on where this franchise has been over the past decade. That's how bad it's gotten. And Carlin, color me skeptical, but when you inject somebody as enigmatic, as mercurial as Aaron Rodgers into a pressure situation like what's going to meet him in New York if he does come to the Jets, 
I just don't feel like with those ingredients, it's going to work out like Jets fans wanted to. I think we have to recalibrate what a successful season for them is. The only problem with that is with a four-time MVP going into his age 40 season, the thought is you're getting the guy to win a championship. I just don't think it's going to play out like that in year one. Well, because you think that way because it's not. It, 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 here's the thing. This is this has got absolute mess written all over it. Yes. When you are yes, adding this many different equations to the situation, when you are throwing this many logs on the fire and Aaron himself is the actual lighter fluid, this sucker's going to blow. Yeah. I mean, that, that's just what's going to happen. It'd be great for us, though. Oh, It'd be amazing great for, for us. us. It'd be great I'm... for the back pages. It's just not going to be great for Jets fans. Yeah. And that's the one thing that you have to be concerned with. This is a franchise that hasn't shown itself to be competent. They can't draft a quarterback. We saw that with the Zach Wilson disaster and before that Sam Darnold and so on and so forth, even going back to Mark Sanchez. Like, we've seen how this organization has failed to develop quarterbacks and so they've resigned themselves to going after a guy like Aaron Rodgers. And let's not forget how we got here, big fella. We got here because Joe Douglas blew the second overall pick in 2021. And one of the quarterbacks that he had the opportunity to draft, and he, and he didn't, Justin Fields, was the quarterback that the Chicago Bears said, we're good on all the other quarterbacks coming out in this year's class. We're going to stay with this guy because we think – he has the potential to be a franchise quarterback. The Jets passed on that guy for Zach Wilson. That's how you put yourself in this situation. And when you do that, you get desperate. And yeah. this is the face of this desperation. This is not Joe getting Aaron, desperate. Aaron Rodgers is the face of desperation. Well, you can say it's not Joe getting desperate. Everybody in that building is desperate. Because yeah. guess what? Even if Woody Johnson is making the call, if it doesn't work out, he's not going to fire Woody Johnson. The owner's not going to get rid of himself. He's not going to fire himself. No. He's going to fire the general manager. He's going to fire the head coach. And that's why the Jets are seemingly going to acquiesce to Aaron Rodgers' list of demands, otherwise known as his quote-unquote wish list. What do you think the quiet moment for Joe Douglas is right is like right now? I can't believe how badly I screwed up the, Joe, the Zach Wilson pick. I can't believe it. And I find myself in this situation right now. And now Aaron Rodgers wants to add all of his guys to the mix. He wants to bring Alan Lazard in. He wants to bring Randall Cobb in. He wants to bring Mercedes Lewis in. And now he wants to bring in Odell Beckham Jr. Speaking of lighter fluid, the last time he was in New York, it ended poorly, to say the least. Yeah. And... I have all the respect in the world for the player that he is and for the respect that his teammates have for him because they always sing Odell's praises as a teammate. Yeah. You and I both know that Odell cannot help himself but to get into the spotlight and not necessarily for the right reasons a lot. He's grown up a lot, but I, I am adding another wild card to the mix here. This well, all has the, the capability of absolutely exploding in their faces. Well, in all fairness to Odell, he's a champion, so I'm going to respect him as such. He won a championship the last time we saw him on the field. So I'll give him that, and he's grown up a lot since he's left New York with the stop in Cleveland and then with the Rams. Still questions about whether or not he can play. 
he had a significant knee injury, and he's on the other side of 30 now. And like he wants won- $20 million a year, which you, he's not you, getting. You no. well, He's probably not going to get that, especially if he comes to run with the Jets. You're probably no. talking about a prove-it situation. But again, it's still a guy that you have questions on whether or not he can play, along with Mercedes Lewis, along with Randall Cobb. The only guy on the list that Aaron Rodgers apparently gave the New York Jets that we know that can play is Alan Lazard. He's the only one. He's the only one. So, again, you, I get why the Jets are doing it. You have no choice. You, you let Plan B and Derek Carr sign with the Saints. Plan C and Jimmy Garoppolo sign with the Raiders. Like, you, you're, you're going you're gonna to take this as far as it takes in order to get a resolution and get an answer from Aaron. I just don't know that the juice is going to be worth the squeeze. Last year, the Green Bay Packers tried the exact same thing with Aaron. They gave him the contract. Everything was supposed to be all good. And they had a situation where they could make the playoffs in week 18, and they fell flat on their face, and the offense in particular. And the quarterback had a couple of bad turnovers, a couple of bad mistakes. I, I just don't know why the Jets would think that would end differently here, especially with a lot of young and talented but impressionable players. I hear this from Lewis Riddick earlier today, ESPN NFL front office insider, and more than anything, it just makes me sad. If you're going to make that move after, you know, a decade plus of being at one organization and winning four MVPs, this is the kind of situation you want to be in where you can dictate, I need this guy with me, yep. I need this guy with me, I want that coach, I want things set up this way. Because you know what? Hey, there's many people who would say, well, he's, maybe he's earned that. He's earned those kind of privileges. We'll see. If he did, he's lost them by now. But yet, we keep giving it to him. Yeah. We keep giving it to him. Yeah. I, it's maddening to me. It's gonna. It, it seems like if he's going to play, it's gonna be in a Jets uniform. So that that's where the NFL world is right now. Chris, he's not walking away. He's not walking away. Anybody who thinks I, I, you people are nuts if you think he's walking away. He's not going into the Hall of Fame as a uh, special guest star when Tom Brady goes in. That's not happening. Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Mike in North Carolina is next on ESPN Radio. Mike, what do you got, bud? Um, I have to agree completely with Canty on a number of things. Um, I guess one of the things I'm a little confused by is I know the media has to cover these things that are going on, but Rogers, as uh, Canty said, you know, the juice is not worth the squeeze. And I agree a hundred percent with that. And now he's starting to dictate, you know, who he wants on the roster. Um, secondly, in regards to Lamar, I think Lamar without question is an elite quarterback. Um, but I also think that the Browns screwed the pooch when they gave Watson a guaranteed contract. And, and Carlin said, you know, now what's happening, or excuse me, Canty said now what's happening is a lot of these guys, these owners are basically going, no, we're not giving guaranteed money. But, you know, with Canty playing in the league, I guess the only question I have is, is if a guy gets guaranteed money or even like in the NBA with these max contracts, once they have that, What's assuring the ownership that they're going to play up the standard because they're guaranteed that money, those millions and millions of dollars. What if they decide they just want to tank and, and go, you know, and not necessarily put, you know, a hundred percent support. Well, that's just, that's the big question in all of professional sports, Canty. 
That, that's, a, that's not just the NFL. That's anywhere. How am I yeah. know I'm going to get everything and all of his effort now that I've given him the money? Yeah, I mean, would you question whether or not you're going to get max effort from LeBron James? No. No, you don't question whether or not you're going to get max effort from, you know, guys like Bryce Harper or Manny Machado. Like, you don't question that. That's the, why the, you do the, your homework the, on the guys. The, the Padres couldn't wait to give more money to Manny Machado. Yeah. They, they, they signed him to a mega deal, and they couldn't wait to pay him again. Do you know why? Because that guy loves what he does. Now, that's the one thing that gets lost in all of this. Oh, well, guys are chasing after the carrot, and if they get the carrot, then they're going to shut it down. Well, how about if the guy loves to do what he does? It's hard to be really good at football and not love football. Now, you have the occasional outlier where that happens, but most of these guys play this game because they love it, and they've been playing it since they were kids, and they want to be great at it. There's something about competing against the best athletes in the world that gets you fired up. And trust me, when you're running out of that tunnel, you're not thinking about your contract. You're thinking about winning. And that's why when you're an organization – you have to make sure that the guys that you do pay have a high sports character. I don't think anybody in the NFL is questioning the competitiveness or the sports character of Lamar. So let's not throw out the possibility that they're withholding guaranteed money because they think Lamar is going to shut it down. Dan in uh, Orlando next on ESPN Radio. Dan, go. Yes, sir. As a lifelong Jet fan, i got to say, we I, I speak for everybody, I hope, but we are not expecting an AFC championship game, a home playoff game. We're just what, What's fair for you? With knowing, knowing, Dan, with knowing that one year is all that you could count on right now, what does success look like as a Jet fan? An improvement over a combination of Zach Wilson and Joe Flacco. We've tried drafting for many years. <laughs> That's it. We run Zach Wilson. We can't pick. Even if we get the number one pick, somehow we ruin it. So, I mean, this is all in for us. And it's got to be better uh, than that Listen, Dan, thanks for the call. I got to tell you. Can't <laughs> jet, jet fans are broken, and I can't fix them. They are. I, they are broken. I'm sorry, I'm sorry An improvement laughing. over Zach Wilson. I don't want to laugh at their pain. An well, improvement think, over think Joe Flacco, that's it? What? Well, think, about, think about how bad of a miss that was for the franchise. Zach Wilson, you took Zach Wilson over Justin Fields. And you took Zach Wilson over Mac Jones, and I get it. Mac Jones is not special, but Mac Jones had his team in the playoffs as a rookie. You took Zach Wilson, a guy that was unplayable. You had to play the backup because the kid said, yeah, I got bored of throwing the ball away, and so I just wanted to try to throw it downfield and see what happens on his way to throwing four picks against the Patriots. That's how bad he was. He was unplayable. And this is a guy that was the second overall pick. Can't see they're broken. They're broken. They, they, they are. They, they, they're broken. I can't fix them. Are, like I hard. Let me tell you something. They're traumatized. They really are. And I, I, I'll let you behind the curtain here for a second. I, for some reason, uh, my psychiatrist has disappeared on me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like the last three weeks, I've been calling and calling and calling and trying to make a, an appointment. And as far as I know, there wasn't an incident. So I'm hoping he's okay. But, like, for the Jet Nation, I would even recommend my guy. He's in New Jersey. He's not that far from Florham Park. I'd be happy to pass along. I can't even get in touch with him right now. You're so broken. I want to recommend therapists to you right now. That's how bad it is. Tony in Ohio next on ESPN Radio. Tony, what's up? Love the show. Thanks for what you do. Um, huge Ravens fan, huge Lamar fan. 
respect them both, appreciate their positions through all this. But my question is this. Do you, you know, with all the misinformation or information that's out there, I don't know if anybody really knows how close these sides are. If, in fact, Lamar were to say, hypothetically, listen, trade me, do you think then that would open up the floodgates of these teams that are, they're, quote, not interested right now, and then we would have a bidding war for Lamar's services? That's a great question that you pose, Tony. I think it gets rid of a narrative that teams don't want to sign them to an offer sheet because that's essentially doing the Ravens' work for them and structuring a contract. But that's an interesting point. Nobody has heard from Lamar on whether or not he's willing to go back to Baltimore. And, you know, this is one of those instances where rather than subtweeting, go ahead and put it out there what you want. Go ahead and put it out there what you want, what you're looking for. And if the Ravens don't see the value in in you at that level, then maybe there's another team that will. Now, who's to say that he's not utilizing back channels in order to do that with all 32 teams? I I believe there's a strong possibility of him utilizing the NFLPA in that regard. But this is one of those where you want Lamar to put his name on it. Like, let us know what you want to do. Do you want to work it out with Baltimore or do you want to go elsewhere because you feel disrespected? Don't send me a bunch of subtweets. Don't leave a lot of room for interpretation. Put it out there how you feel and what you want to do moving forward. I will be very curious at the first 24 hours starting at 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow at what that looks like for Lamar Jackson. Our team's going to be, we only heard from four or five of them right away who came out and said, we're out. We're not getting involved, which is stupid considering who those teams were. The Atlanta Falcons, the Washington Commanders, teams that desperately need a quarterback. But Canty, um, our team's going to be involved right away. I think the answer to that is yes. It may not be an offer sheet, but it may be that question. Like, hey, get to, you know, get to Lamar through the, Players Association or whoever and say, do you want to get traded? Because here's what we're willing to do. Well, here's the other thing that we have to consider, right? If you sign Lamar to an offer sheet and he ends up going back to Baltimore rather than signing with you, you got to contend with your quarterback that's the incumbent feeling away. Think about what happened last year with the Atlanta Falcons and how they were entertaining Deshaun and then they didn't get Deshaun and then all of a sudden they had to trade Matt Ryan. Remember that? Yeah. Like that. that's the situation that teams are afraid of finding themselves in with Lamar. So I think It's a different dynamic if he's not franchise tag, if he's just a straight free agent. I do think that adds a layer that complicates things. But if Lamar says, I don't want to be here anymore, then I do think you see more teams enter the fray. Because if we're being honest about it, Lamar Jackson is an upgrade for at least 20 NFL teams right now. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app in just moments, there is another way to solve your quarterback situation, and that's in the draft. So we make our daily dash to the draft in just moments. That's right after this from our friends at Indeed. Want to streamline your hiring for the springtime? Then you need Indeed, the powerful hiring platform that allows you to attract, screen, and interview candidates all from one place. Just sponsor a post and you'll instantly receive a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Invite them to apply and you can even schedule and conduct interviews all from your employer dashboard. See why Indeed delivers four times more hires than any other job site, according to Talent Nest. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. We're looking forward to it. We have got our daily dash for the draft in just moments. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN App Series 6M Channel 80. We will be hosting the draft this year on ESPN Radio along with Mike Tannenbaum and Ian Fitzsimmons. Very much looking forward to that in Kansas City on April 27th and 28th. Meanwhile, Canty, we do have a little bit of breaking news on this continued Aaron Rodgers Holding America hostage. America held hostage. You know, those things are just out of my control. By Aaron Rodgers. Day 65. Jeremy Fowler confirming a report that the Jets have landed Alan Lazard officially on a four-year deal worth $44 million. $22 million guaranteed. Ooh. Great 22. work if you can find it. $44 million for Alan Lazard. Yeah. Ooh. There it is. Well, that's the first domino, right? In the Another domino to process. fall. Yeah, yep. for Aaron Rodgers. Well, I guess the second domino because they hired Nathaniel Hackett, his one of his best buddies, drinking partner, as the offensive coordinator. So, yeah, I, I mean, listen, this is – this is news for the Jets. They're laying out the red carpet and hoping that Aaron Rodgers decides that he's going to bestow his good graces on him. So we'll see what happens. But they're after Randall Cobb now. We'll see what happens with Mercedes Lewis and Odell Beckham Jr. Those are also names that Rodgers is rumored to have on his wish list of players that he wants to come with him potentially in Florham Park. So we'll see where it goes, man. But this is, this is another domino uh, for the Jets, no doubt about it. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. In just a little while, we will have our bottom five worst demands that Aaron Rodgers is making of the Jets and the top five uh, players impacted by Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, correct? No, we were going to say the top five things that the Jets should do to get ah, Aaron Rodgers. My mistake. Yeah. Top, top five, five things, things they should do. the Jets man. should do yeah. to get Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to that in just Absolutely. moments. First up, though. Okay, football fan, let's get back to some football. This is the Dash for the Draft with Canty and Carmen. You're damn right it is. And look, 
What really became interesting with the signing of Jimmy Garoppolo yesterday by the Raiders, Canty, is that it is very clear, sitting at number seven, that they still would very much be in the mix to draft a quarterback. And nothing about the Garoppolo deal uh, has put them behind the eight ball as far as that's concerned financially. What I am wondering, though, is will a quarterback be sitting there at seven? Because I think you and I both expect in three of the first four picks there to be a quarterback taken. Yeah, there's no question about it. I think all four of those top-rated quarterbacks are going to come off the board in the top ten picks. So there's going to be jostling within the top ten. We've already seen the Carolina Panthers move up from nine to one. Um, We'll see what happens with the Arizona Cardinals, but I'm pretty sure they're leaving the light on for teams that are interested in trading up to have their pick of the third and fourth quarterbacks off the board, respectively. But there's no doubt in my mind that the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be one of those teams that's calling Arizona. They're going to be hitting their phone here shortly. How do I know that? Because the Arizona Cardinals were hollering at the Chicago Bears to move up to one. They just got trumped by the offer that the Carolina Panthers made. So I don't think that the Raiders are out of the rookie quarterback market altogether. I think this is a situation where they got themselves a bridge, albeit a really nice bridge option in Jimmy Garoppolo, and then they'll wait and see what happens, how much Arizona wants in order to move up, and then what quarterback falls to them. But I think they like several quarterbacks in this class, which is why I wouldn't be surprised, based on the structure of the Garoppolo deal, if they moved up to draft one of those quarterbacks. This Jimmy Garoppolo deal is not three years, 72 $0.5 million. That's not no. the deal, even though that's what's being reported. It's really a one-year, $24 million deal with very little salary cap ramifications after 2023. So this is a situation where it's a palatable contract for a guy that gives you competent quarterback play and somebody that can be the pace car for a rookie quarterback that you might draft into your organization. So right now, what I'd be concerned about is I'm going to operate under an assumption for a moment that the third quarterback on the board is going to be Anthony Richardson. Let's just argue that C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young go one and two, maybe not in that order, but that's where they go. Yeah. Because neither Carolina nor Houston wants to take a chance on Richardson because there is the boomer bust aspect of it sure how desperate do you get if you are the Raiders I'll even throw the Falcons in for the heck of it um let's even say the Tennessee Titans to try to find their way up to three in order to get Anthony Richardson knowing that physically he's incredible but there are some issues there as far as accuracy and as far as production in the past Canty, I don't know that if I'm one of those teams that I can make that move this year. If it was another year, if it was next year, that's a move that maybe I would make. Mm -hmm. I can't make that move to go against somebody like Richardson, who, while teams may be all in on him, I don't believe is ultimately worth that kind of risk. You can draft him at your first-round pick spot, and you can draft him at four if you're the Colts. That's fine if you believe in him. But giving up a ton of capital in the future, boy, that's dicey. 
Well, yeah, and here's the thing. The scenario that you laid out operates with the assumption that Arizona is willing to slide back that far. And I don't know that Arizona wants to go back to eight. I don't know that they want to go back to 11, which is where the Titans are drafting. This might be a situation where it takes a lot to get to that third overall pick just because Arizona would be passing on not only the opportunity to get one of those quarterbacks, but an opportunity to get their hands on one of those premium players at those coveted positions. We, we got two defensive linemen that have perennial pro bowler written all over them, guys that we expect to be a starter in this league over a decade in Will Anderson and Jalen Carter. So I, I'm not quite sure that Arizona would be willing to move that far back, but seven doesn't seem like it's outside of the realm of possibility for them. I mean, if you slide back to seven and operate with the assumption that there are going to be other teams that are interested in taking that fourth quarterback, maybe you get one of the top position players in this draft. So I just think that it's all going to be contingent on where Arizona feels they need to stay in order to get the player that they want the most. That's not a quarterback. Kent and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app, we are presented by Progressive Insurance. We step away for a moment from the Aaron Rodgers talk, in case you're just joining us, the very latest in his list of demands, one of his demands, have been met, has been met, can't he? They have met a demand on his ransom note, and that is Alan Lazard getting $44 million, including twenty two guaranteed for four years. So let's see who else. He wanted Mercedes Lewis, he wanted uh, Randall Cobb, and he wants Odell Beckham. Let's see who now else here's the thing. With. Now here's the thing, big fella. Usually when the hostage taker gets something that they've been asking for, then they give something back. Right, they you'd see a, a good will move. To the HRTT, like, you know, like okay, here's the little the, the little thing that I'm going to give you, the carrot that I'm going to give you, to to you know for for acquiescing to one of my demands. Is Aaron Rodgers going to give us said carrot? Is he going to give us something now that the New York Jets have seemingly signed one of his guys? I, I just now I have this image of Samuel L. Jackson on a loudspeaker. Behind the car. <laughs> <laughs> the negotiator. Okay. Okay, we have signed Lazard. Okay. <laughs> Send out a hostage. <laughs> and then you see Joe Douglas walking out with a blindfold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You can't make this up. You literally can't make it up with Aaron Rodgers. You can't make it up. That's what's so great about it. This is going to be the gift that keeps on giving. You know, these things are just out of my control. By Aaron Rodgers. Day 65. We, we can't let him walk away. He can't retire. He's got to come back and play football. We, we need him too much. We Aaron Rodgers is great. Right. As we, much he's as great. He's listen, great. I'm not going to hide it anymore. I can't. I despise his antics. But at the same time, at least we can laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And you know the thing that uh, I love about it? You're now going to be forced to choose between rooting for Aaron Rodgers versus rooting for the Miami Dolphins and two non followers. I love it. I love it. You're going to have to pick a side. I love it. I love it. Oh, my God. I love it for our I might show. just have to boycott the entire AFC East with Belichick and the Patriots there, too. Oh. I love it. I Up love next, it. some good old-fashioned trash talk in the NBA, and it's from one of the game's greatest stars. That's next. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. I tell you, there was some healthy talk last night with Steph Curry, going at it a little bit with Chris Paul in the Phoenix Suns, and you could see him mouth during the game as the Warriors uh, knocked off the Suns to Chris Paul. This ain't 2014 no more. And he was referencing, of course, uh, 2014 when Paul was playing for the Clippers in Game 7 when they beat the uh, Warriors in that game. Here, first of all, is Steph. Uh, on the entire meaning of that. Guys, if you can play it from there, I do not have it on my... Oh, yes, I do. Never mind. Here is Steph Curry on the meaning of that uh, comment. It's all competition. You play against somebody for so many years and the love I got for him because you know, our history and all that. So it's just competition back and forth. Give it and take it. Here's Chris Paul on the response to it. Curious, uh, the camera's caught Steph saying something to you about this isn't 2014 anymore. I guess after he scored a layup on you. I don't know what happened in 2014. Don't tell me. Yeah, huh? <laughs> nah, he know, he know what happened in 2014. He, he know he was giving Steph the business when he was a young boy, and then Steph is paying it back now because Chris Paul is a lesser player. And I guess that's the whole point of this conversation, right? It really comes down to, for the Phoenix Suns, what version of Chris Paul is going to show up in the playoffs if they're going to have Chris Paul at all during the playoffs because we know he's shown himself to be Mr. Glass once the postseason hits. We already got the injury from KD in the layup line. We'll see how long he's going to be out, whether or not he comes back for the regular season. But the championship aspirations for the Phoenix Suns are contingent on the health of KD and Chris Paul. And really, Chris Paul is the one that's pulling all the strings. He's the one that has to orchestrate the offense in half-court sets. He's the guy that has to have the ball in his hands. He's the guy that's going to get a lot of open shots in the clutch time because of opposing defenses doubling Devin Booker and KD. So if Chris Paul can knock down open shots in in the last five minutes of a game, then the Phoenix Suns are going to be in pretty good shape. And I think that's where you have to start trying to calibrate whether or not the Suns are going to be a championship contender what is your confidence that Chris Paul is going to be healthy, available, and capable in those moments? Well, the other thing I look at, too, there is you know, it's an edgy moment, which I like. You know, we haven't – I don't want to say we haven't seen it much from the Warriors this year, but let's call it what, the, what it has been. They have been treading water for a lot of the season. Well, they've so, been hurt, too. Yeah, absolutely, and that's part of treading water, you know. Yeah. They have won 7 out of 10 at this point. Do you think they are turning it on right now? Because I still have yet to be convinced. 
Well, I mean, what will convince you? It, well, what what I mean, seen it, from them in the last month. I mean, what, what will convince you? Right in the now, next couple of weeks, if they're if they look like they're rounding into form, playoff form, where well, they're, they they're, they're, the they're five in the fifth seed. spot right now. Yeah, they're the five seed, and there's a chance that they could overtake the Phoenix Suns due to the Kevin Durant injury for the fourth seed, mm-hmm. which means they're hosting an opening round series against the Phoenix Suns in the postseason. Mm-hmm. And I think last night could be a prelude to what we're going to see in round one in the Western Conference. Like, make no mistake about it. Steph Curry was sending a message to Chris Paul and the rest of the Phoenix Suns. Like, I get that they're excited. You just got Kevin Durant. You think you're the team to beat? No, 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 no. We're the reigning defending champs, and we're going to treat you as such in this game. And last night was just a prelude for more to come. And I think that that's the psychology that goes into these types of matchups at the end of the regular season. Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio. Mike in Maryland has been very patient on ESPN Radio. Hey, Mike, what's up? How's it going, guys? Good. How you doing? Doing all right. So two things about Rodgers. One, for the Jets to succeed, they don't need a D-level quarterback. They need a B quarterback. And that's what Rodgers can probably give them. The defense is already there. And then the other thing is, don't think of it from Robert Sala's perspective. He's cooking for another year. Not the Jets fans, but Robert Sala. He needs to win now, get to the playoffs, and then he can say, oh, year four, I can continue on. But you don't know who the quarterback's going to be year four. That's my problem, and thanks for the call. You could take that step forward, Canty, but then a year from now, you're asking the same question. Are you making another draft pick at a quarterback? I don't know about that. Well, no, he's not making another draft pick at quarterback. If they're in position to be drafting a quarterback early on, Rob Sala and Joe Douglas ain't going to be there. But I guess the thought would be with a year to study and learn from Aaron Rodgers in Nathaniel Hackett's system, maybe Zach Wilson can be a reclamation project for him. You know what's interesting? Zach Wilson and and Rodgers actually have a relationship back from when Zach was at BYU. He actually called him a few times and had talked to him quite a bit. Yeah, and you saw that in his rookie year when they had those joint practices with the Green Bay Packers. So we'll see what ends up coming of it. But I think when Rob Sala said that they're not done with Zach Wilson, this is the best-case scenario for Zach Wilson presenting an opportunity for him to play sooner rather than later after learning from Rodgers. Yeah, I'm not going to be counting on that. I, I, I think the Zach Wilson ship has sailed. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.